This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul counted and won. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it, but Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this South student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside where Bob Long has the call. Welcome into North Penn High School in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. It's time for LaSalle College High School Basketball live on Bob Long Sports. It's the Explorers of LaSalle against the Knights of North Penn. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside. Excited to bring to you a non-league matchup between Suburban 1 and the Philadelphia Catholic League. Starters for LaSalle, Alan Powell, Jared Stooks, Conrad Kiska, Zach Chrysler, and Sean Simon missing in that list is Matt Paulus, the team's leading scorer at 16.2 points a game. No reason why, Chris, but we'll certainly see if Paulus gets off the bench a few minutes after tip. He's in uniform, in position to play, but he's just not on the floor. Tip-off is won by Zach Chrysler for North Penn, Ricky Johns, Chris Coleman, Lance Ford. Noah Kortnick starts on the bench. David Giuliani will start. We'll get into the story of this North Penn team. A lot of guys in this basketball team coming off football season a run into the state semifinal. LaSalle quickly turns it over on their first possession. Simon looking for Chrysler on the block, threw it away. The point guard now Lance Ford. Ford well built at six foot three, guarded by Alan Powell up at the top of the key. Now Coleman has it, they whip it around. Reese Udinski, the quarterback from the football team, feeds inside. Giuliani spins, flips a little short off the front rim. Rebound chased down by North Penn, and Lance Ford will reset. Ford launches a three, hits the front rim, and goes over the backboard. Back to the Explorers it goes. 58 seconds into this one, no score. Now here's Jared Stooks. Walks the ball across the timeline from right to left. Hand off to Conrad Kiska. The weave for Powell and back to Stooks, and now Simon has it. Powell now gets it back into the lane. Backhanded layup goes up and good. Got it over the arms of the defender, Udinski, quickly. The much taller 6'4", Reese Udinski. 2-0 Explorers. Yeah, Alan Powell did a nice job getting into the rim there. Reverse layup right off the backboard. Double team comes. They throw it through. Somehow gets to Colin, who finishes through the lane. Looks like a turnover, but LaSalle couldn't get the hands on it, made it all the way to Coleman. Yeah, I don't think he was the intended recipient of that pass, but it worked. Looked nice. 6.15 to play first quarter, two apiece. Simon comes near the baseline. Tried to send it through again. He nearly turned it over for the second straight time. Very fortunate to have it batted past the end line, and LaSalle retains possession, but ambitious passes, Chris. Yeah, that wasn't a good look. He had no idea who he was throwing it to. He just assumed the person was open. They were... 
both LaSalle players were well defended. Now Kiska has it on the left wing. Chrysler comes up to the elbow. Back for Kiska, the three. Back iron, no good. Coleman with the uncontested rebound. Lance Ford across the timeline, guarded by Powell. Ford to the bucket, too strong off the glass. Chrysler has the board. Outlet pass to Allen Powell, one on two. He gets through the lane, can't finish on the up and under, and Udinsky has the board. Now Ford off the screen from Johns, couldn't get the shot up. Udinsky comes baseline, floats, fires, and hits. 4-2 North Penn early. Now Stukes on the left wing. They were giving him the three. He didn't take it. Head fake at the top of the key. Jump stops, looks for Powell. They'll reset at the top of the key with Sean Simon. Simon jump stops at the elbow. Now the weave and Jared Stukes will reset at 5.03 to play here in the first quarter. A 4-2 lead for North Penn. Simon, dangerous pass for Kiska, and Ricky Johns was going for the steal. Momentum took him into Conrad Kiska, foul, the first on Johns. Here we're going to see Matt Paulus come in. So, so Paulus out for the first three minutes and four seconds of this game. And for all intents and purposes, we have no explanation why, but the leading scorer back into the game for the LaSalle Explorers or into the game for the first time, but back on the floor in an Explorer uniform. Now on the right wing, Stukes finds Paulus. Paulus takes the high ball screen from Chrysler. Hands off for Allen Powell. Stukes has it top of the key, hesitation dribble. Now feeds for Kiska through the lane, shoulders contact, not enough. Chrysler had a hand on the ball, couldn't corral the rebound. And now coming up with David Giuliani. 4.21 to play, four to two, North Penn leads. They travel from left to right on your radio dial. Lance Ford, the ball handler. Inside they go to Johns, one dribble, puts it up, and it'll go. Good little roll off the front rim to the back and caress down inside the nylon. 6-2. Now Chrysler gets it very deep. Two dribbles across. Floater is good with the right hand. Yeah, that's where he's most effective. Backing his defender up into the basket and then little turnaround floater hook. Now Lance Ford has it on the right wing. Ford guarded by Jared Stukes. That'll be a good matchup to watch. Stukes very strong defensively. Now Johns, the West Virginia committed receiver, had it up top. And they send it to the corner. Chrysler got a hand in there. Giuliani comes up with it. Now spins to the baseline, puts it up. Too strong off the far rim. And Kiska has a good board. Kiska goes all alone, jumps up, and somehow gets the pass off for Jared Stukes. Lucky to be able to reset the offense. Paulus on the left wing, up top for Jared Stukes. Stukes comes off the dribble to the bucket and won't get it over the front rim, but is fouled on his way to the basket. David Giuliani, the big man for North Penn, pleading with the officials, saying he had his hand straight up. Yeah, that's true. Both uh, Stukes and, and Alan Powell have been able to take the ball to the hoop. Alan Powell's been able to finish the one time, not the other, and Stukes there is fouled. But they're able to get penetration and get it to the hoop. Stukes will get it to rattle around and go down. Six to five after Stukes' first successful free throw. 3.08 to play first quarter. Explorers trail by one. Yeah, Brett Werner in the game now. Nothing but net on the second free throw. 
So Werner's in for Kiska. So we have Chrysler, Werner, Paulus, Powell, and Stukes. And Powell will have the unenviable task of guarding Ford, but now they cause a steal, and Powell comes up with it. Powell, good look for Chrysler, launches a baseline three, bang! 9-6, Explorers. 6-7, launching a baseline three, not a bad look, Chris. <laughs> not sure that's where you want your 6-7, six, 6-8 six, center, but he can hit it. Nice soft touch. Lance Ford was looking for a screen instead. They whip it around. Coleman has it on the outside. Comes just inside, fires and hits. Just inside the three-point line on the left wing. Good bucket for Chris Coleman. 9-8, Explorers lead. 2.17 to play. Werner gets his first touch. Right back to Sukes. Three, good. From the baseline, same spot as Zach Chrysler. That was a nice design play. It was well, that was well executed. Lance Ford comes off the high ball screen, now has the match be once, fires it over Warner for three, short, Johns with the board. One dribble, now goes up strong with it, can't finish, and that's a real strong board from Chrysler. Outlet to Allen Powell. Pulls it up, cross court for Paulus. Head fake, now dribbles to the bucket, floats, fires, and cannot hit. Johns with the board. Johns gets by Warner, heads to the bucket, and an offensive foul offensive runs foul. right through Zach Chrysler. Tried to shimmy and go with the Euro step, but the referee stayed with the call the whole way. Chrysler far enough out from underneath the basket, and a good call. 12-8 Explorers lead, 138 to play first quarter. They could have called the walk earlier, too, because he had walked uh, about 10 feet prior to that. But that's Ricky Johns' second foul, so the Explorers will certainly take... The not-so-choice, per se, of the official, but the call that he made to be the foul rather than the travel. 128 yep. left in the first. Yeah, Sean Simon returns to the game, along with Luke Baldini, the sophomore. Simon looks for Paulus, gets it taken right off his hands, blocked as he's going to the bucket. A lot of big bodies in there for North Penn. And now they get a steal. Two on one, it'll be Stukes to the bucket, and is blocked but is fouled. Body contact. By number 22, Reese Udinski. And I think the North Penn fans upset. There could have been a foul called on the steal from A.J. Mitchell, the sophomore point guard, as Stukes and Paulus corralled the steal. But It's a shame the- on that outlook pass. The ball went off the referee. I think Stukes had a, was, was much further down the court, probably had a very easy layup, and the referee was in the wrong place. Stukes' first free throw up and good. Nothing but net. 13 to 8 the score, 109 to play first quarter. Four explorers over by head coach Joe Dempsey. Discussing with him an open lane, Stukes makes it a moot point. Hits both. 14 to 8, and Stukes will take a seat. Allen Powell back in the game for him. So now Powell, Paulus, Simon, Baldini, and Kiska into the game. For North Penn, A.J. Mitchell, a hand check called as he crossed the timeline, Allen Powell. And that one, Chris, may be a possession too late if you're North Penn. Yeah. Could have very well been a no call, too. It's now A.J. Mitchell, the sophomore point guard across the timeline. The lob gets to Coleman. It was a dangerous look. Now cuts through the lane, puts it up. Good contest, but hits it off the glass. Good contest by Paulus, just the inch or two taller Coleman. That was the difference. He laid it off nicely off the glass. Baldini nearly traveled with it at the top of the key. Kiska has it now. 
Looks for Powell, right wing three, no good, and the rebound down to Reese Udinski. 31 seconds to play. North Penn may take the last shot of the quarter. They trail 14 to 10. Udinski gets to the lane, ball taken away. Allen Powell called for the foul. He doesn't like it, neither does Joe Dempsey. Neither does assistant Alex Brown, but it would have been a breakaway layup for Allen Powell if not for the foul call. And that's his second. He's going to take a seat. Jared Stukes will come back in. Zach Chrysler back into the game as well for Luke Baldini. Twenty-two seconds to play as AJ Mitchell takes across the center, guarded by Jared Stukes. Mitchell jumps and passes it. Didn't know where he was wanting to go. Very lucky that it ended up in the hands of a night player. Eight to shoot for Chris Coleman. Nowhere near the three-point line. Now Mitchell drives, looks to the baseline. Here's the corner, long two. It's good from Noah Kortnick at the buzzer. 14 to 12 after the Kortnick long two. Cut the deficit in half. And after eight minutes of play, it's LaSalle 14, North Penn 12. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. And this portion of today's game brought to you by our friends at Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back. We are underway here in the second quarter as North Penn will begin and they inbound the ball moving from left to right. Bob Long, Chris Carabello bringing you the action tonight. And North Penn trails by two, 14 to 12. Right now, A.J. Mitchell has it on the outside and will back it up. Will Sal now into a matchup 2-3 zone. Top of the key, Mitchell thought about the three. Now Catanzaro has it. A.J. Catanzaro into the game. Chris Coleman has it on the left wing. North Penn doesn't like the zone so far here, Chris. 40 seconds in and nothing. No, and LaSalle doesn't play a lot of zone. So this is and that's a good oh, look yeah, inside. Good look. Noah Kortnick will finish, but Derek Heiserman, the one that creeped along the baseline, drew the double. And they, were, they were patient, had some nice ball movement. Three from the corner for Paulus, no good. Yeah, it was a good look from Paulus. Just didn't fall. We are all square at 14. 6.53 to play second quarter. North Penn with the basketball. Near the baseline. Mitchell spins, goes to the bucket, runs over Matt Paulus. Nothing called. Simon gets the steal. Now an outlet thrown into the scorer's table. 
Simon moving a little too quickly to try to find Stukes on the outlet. It'll go back to the Knights. Yeah, it was sloppy. Fourteen apiece. Seen a lot of A.J. Mitchell, not as much Lance Ford, the starting point guard that we saw for about four or five minutes in the first quarter. It's been all the sophomore Mitchell since. Hesitation dribble by Mitchell, floats it up, no good, and Chrysler has the board. A lot of traffic for Mitchell to try to shoot that one, and Chrysler nearly gave it away. And again, an outlet pass that North Penn was on top of. This time, A.J. Catanzaro stepped in the way but knocked it out of bounds. You know, one of the side stories here of this game is that uh, – Zach Chrysler, this is his backyard. I mean, this is where he went to middle school. Obviously, North Penn thought that he would be playing for them. Um, not the case. Uh, came to LaSalle. So he's playing with guys that he grew up with, played against, played with. Which I'm sure head coach John Conrad not too happy about. As you look, it's a well-sized North Penn lineup as they shoot uh, or they look up top for Conrad Kiska, who head fakes, gets to the bucket, floats, and can't score. Rebound down to 35, David Giuliani, and he's fouled by Conrad Kiska with 5.46 to play in the second quarter, a tie game. But I say, Chris, a well-sized lineup, but really nobody that stands above the rest. A lot of 6-3, a lot of 6-4, and really nothing below 6-1 or 6-2 for North Penn. But what they lack is that 6-7, big man inside, and they look right over the other side, the dark blue. There he is wearing blue, yep. Zach Chrysler. 5.40 now, Lance Ford, the point guard, back into the game, guarded by Jared Stukes. Inside they go, Giuliani finishes over the taller, number 24, Zach Chrysler, and North Penn takes the lead. It's great ball movement. Simon launches the three, and it'll go down. Rattled around, sat on the top of the rim, and finally went home. 17-16, LaSalle retakes the lead with 5.15 to play in the second quarter. Lance Ford on the left wing. Waits for a Kortnick screen. Half-hearted screen at best. Then he just fires himself into the lane. Rebound, though, down to number 22, Udinski. Giuliani gets the ensuing rebound. It's blocked by Chrysler. Now Catanzaro is blocked by Chrysler. Two blocks on the possession for the LaSalle sophomore. And he didn't even jump. Just stood, stood arms extended. And poked away out of bounds by Jared Stukes off the hands of Reese Udinski. It'll stay with the Knights. But LaSalle stepping up the defense. Yeah, that was nice defense by Chrysler. Stayed in position, feet planted, arms extended. LaSalle back into the man-to-man. Catanzaro, the switch comes, and Paulus takes it away on the entry pass. Somehow keeps his dribble. Now is in a double team, and head coach Joe Dempsey calls a timeout. Some extracurricular activities after the whistle, but looks like while Catanzaro and Paulus might not be happy with each other, all in the good name of sportsmanship and, uh, and guys going hard. Yeah, everybody's going to sit down. That's, That's a good timeout there, good recognition that by was. head coach Joe Dempsey. He knew, one, he hadn't called any timeouts, and two, not only was that ripe for a turnover, but if they did, Chris, it's right on the North Penn attacking baseline. Would have looked uh, most likely resulted in an easy two. So a 30-second timeout on the floor. I'm not sure Paulus had anywhere to go with that ball other than turn it over, so... He was, really was an impressive defensive It really player. was. For him to come up with it, that alone was enough. I mean, they had the switch they wanted. They had Chrysler switching out on the much shorter Ford. 
And then Paulus against the much more physical number 35 at the time, David Giuliani, but was able to poke it away from behind and neutralize that offensive uh, possible matchup that never really happened. So now the LaSalle Explorers will have the basketball. Leading by one, Jared Sukes, nice handoff inside. Chrysler puts it up and gets it to go. Good one strong dribble in the lane to create space and finished. You can see for what the size that he has, he does lack strength, though. He gets pushed around a lot under there. And there, were, there was a situation where he could have gone straight up. It's just not that easy for him. Simon nearly gets a steal, had his hands on it, but then bear hugs Reese Udinski and puts his hands up as to say, ah, I didn't want to do that, but that's not a bad call. And another one. Not in the bonus yet, Chris, so North Penn will take it from underneath their own basket. Yeah, Sean Simon picks up a foul. That's only the fourth team foul. Yep. Lance Ford will toss into Giuliani. Rothenberg goes down. And what's the call going to be, a travel or a foul? We have no call yet. Have no signal. Now we do. Jack Rothenberg went down on the play. Probably had to be something, whether it was a charge or a block, because going flying was number 42, Derek Heiserman. It was the lateness of the call, I think, that exasperated the reaction to the officials. So North Penn gets it back. There's a lot of extracurricular activity going on, too, like after the play, after the calls. Ford pulls up from the left wing, long on the three. Right, right there. And a foul is called against LaSalle. It'll go against Jack Rothenberg. So about 20 seconds on the floor for Jack Rothenberg. He has two personal fouls. He'll stay in the game. Instead, it'll be Conrad Kiska coming in to replace Sean Simon. And now he'll double back two feet from the bench and go get Jack Rothenberg, who will take a seat. 3.44 to play. 19-16. Explorers lead. Little push off. Nice job to create space, and he hits the bucket. And now a, foul, or a timeout call by John Conrad, the head coach of North Penn. Really solid from Derek Heiserman. And with 3.35 to play in the second quarter, it's 19-18, to 18, the Explorers lead. And for a I think Joe Dempsey has every reason to be worked up here. The same call that they made on Jack Rothenberg on the push-off. Um, North Penn player right there did the same thing. Pushed off, faded, fadeaway jumper, rolls in. For a two teams, Chris, that don't see each other that much, this has been quite physical this evening. Well, you know what? I, I think it began in football. If you go back maybe uh, seven, eight years ago when, you know, when LaSalle and North Penn started to play each other on that first game of the season, and you look that other teams have started to play, even swim against them, run against them. Um, soccer, look at the two games they yep. played this year. Sure it thing. was North Penn that eliminated LaSalle from the state playoffs. Um, there's a rivalry, and if you think about it, the majority of, uh, if you think of the largest, largest feeder area for LaSalle students is from this area right here. Comes from these zip codes, this Montgomeryville, um, the, the Upper Gwinnett, uh, Lansdale. Lansdale, sure. And that's what you're seeing manifested on the floor here at North Penn High School. Out of the timeout, LaSalle will have the basketball. 
North Penn is playing a matchup zone. So the first time we've seen them go zone tonight. They double at the top of the key, opens up the lane for Paulus, goes baseline and can't finish over the rim. He thought he was fouled on the play. Well, I thought he, I thought it was goaltending. Had his hand inside the rim. And an offensive foul called against North Penn. Matt Paulus stood in and took the charge. That's a tough call too, Chris. That is a tough call. I mean, Paulus did a nice job to try to get in front, but it did feel as if he was still sliding, and Ford none too thrilled about the call. So here we sit with three minutes to play in the second quarter. The Explorers leading by one. Looking to break the zone. Tipped ball, gets back to the Explorers. Stukes has it, jumps through the lane and passes. Kiska has it on the baseline. Double team, good look for Jared Stukes. Head fakes, goes up, but is blocked. A.J. Mitchell and Stukes fouls Mitchell. And a foolish foul by Jared Stukes. Lying on the ground. 94 Unable feet. to defend. 94 feet from the other bat. There was no reason for that. And now that's the seventh team foul on the Explorer. So a one and one upcoming for the sophomore A.J. Mitchell. Standing at six foot in the lane to take the front end. The side spin from Mitchell will go down and earn his second. Sean Simon will come into the game replacing Alan Powell. Nineteen apiece, AJ Mitchell set to take his second. Free throw in and out, a little short, and the rebound down to number 24, Zach Chrysler. Now they have numbers, a man down. Simon launches a corner three, short, and the rebound down to Reese Udinski. It's a nice look there from Sean Simon. Udinski, the starting quarterback for the North Penn football team this year. A team that went to the state semifinals and beat LaSalle in the opener for the first time since they started the series. Now Giuliani spins in the lane, puts it up, and good. Chrysler could have been called for a foul, was hovering with those arms as well. Simon will try a three again, pops straight into the air, and comes down in the hands of Mitchell. 21-19, North Penn leads. The LaSalle offense has gone silent. Now a slide to the hole by Heiserman, can't finish. Giuliani has the board and dribbles it back out to the top of the key. Mitchell gets to the baseline, puts it up short, rebound. Again to number 24, Zach Chrysler. A minute 30 to play in the first half. Chrysler launches a three. It's good again. Two for two from Long from the 6-8 center for the LaSalle Explorers. It's something he's been working on. We've seen him shoot it before in the year. But this very efficient tonight from Chrysler. Mitchell wide open, instead goes inside, and Catanzaro wasn't looking for it. Wise Check play by Kiska, pulling it out, passing it off. And Stukes gave it up, bad turnover. A.J. Mitchell now doesn't have numbers, so pulls it up. But a double team comes on him, struggling to get out of it. Along the baseline, a timeout called by John Conrad. A good timeout called by the official. 
This one a full timeout, we'll take it with them. 22-21, LaSalle takes the lead with 50 seconds to go in the first half on the Zach Chrysler three. And we'll be back on the other side, this portion of today's game, brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287. 9292 or CUP Wawa. We welcome you back to North Penn High School in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. 49.7 to play here in the first half. Bob Long, Chris Caraballo alongside. The Explorers lead by one. North Penn with the basketball in their own offensive zone. And so now we'll see whether they wait until the end of the half to take their next shot or take something quicker. Doesn't matter. Five-second violation. LaSalle will get the basketball back. A.J. Mitchell pleading to Ricky Johns, who just came back into the game, you got to make yourself more available. Johns will take a seat right away again. And LaSalle will have the basketball leading by one with now 45 seconds to play as Stukes walks it across the timeline. Yeah, I think Ricky Johns is an example of a really good athlete that's out there. I don't know that he... uh much like some of the Parkland players and some of the players we see when we go to these tournaments that are really, really good football players. Um, you put that on the basketball court, you see that he hasn't had the time to practice with these guys. Clearly wasn't in the right position. So Stukes holds right out by the NP logo at midcourt as we tick under 15 seconds to play in the half. Still now not moving. We're down to nine and now eight. Seven still now starts to work. Up near the three-point line, down to four, through the lane, puts it up and is fouled. Fouled by A.J. Mitchell. There was only one play there. He was going to the hole. He was getting fouled or he was going to, you know, find some way to get the ball to the hole. Now Jared Stukes steps to the line, shooting two, with 2.8 seconds to play in the first half. First free throw up and good. Three for three from the line tonight. For Jared Stukes. Second coming. Stukes is up. No good. Rebound down to Kortnick. They're going to have to launch. The three will be no good. Hits hard off the backboard. And we go to the half with a 23-21 lead for the LaSalle Explorers. We'll take a break and come back for the Helen Hess O'Connell Halftime Show live here on BLS, part of our programming every game for the LaSalle Explorers. 23-21, LaSalle leads over North Penn. And we'll be back on the other side. 
Explorer Basketball is live here on BLS. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far, Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And... So be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, 
role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Lawrence sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. And we welcome you into the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show in our broadcast booth here at North Penn High School. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside. Appreciate everybody joining us this evening. It's 23-21. to 21. The Explorers lead over North Penn. And this Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show, what we'll talk about is college basketball. A lot of great basketball in Philadelphia, especially at the college level, and we see a lot of teams in action tonight. The number one Villanova Wildcat team was in action last night against American, a 90-48 to victory by the Villanova Wildcats and will likely retain their number one ranking for one more week, and they begin Big East play next Wednesday night at home against DePaul University, out of Chicago, and then the big one is on New Year's Eve. December 31st, they'll travel out to Omaha, Nebraska. They will open and close their regular season in the Big East. Well, not open, but open their road uh, road stint in the regular season in the Big East with Creighton, and then Senior Day will be home against Creighton on February 25th. But uh, a great Creighton team this year. It'll be a top-10 matchup. A lot to look forward to again. This Creighton team, very, very solid. Marcus Foster in from Kansas State. Uh, Maurice Watson Jr., a phenomenal player who transferred two years ago. Creighton, a very tough team to beat. The St. Joe's Hawks in action tonight. At last check, 37-24 with 2.46 to play in the first half. They play the Lafayette Leopards, who up in the Lehigh Valley went to the NCAA tournament two years ago. Faced the Villanova Wildcats in the first round of that tournament. Lehigh University staying in the Lehigh Valley. They lead Cabrini 56-32. Not exactly scheduling a gauntlet of a schedule with that particular matchup, but this Lehigh team, very, very solid. Kept Xavier within 10 points this year and actually are now uh, receiving votes for the top 25. So not in the top 25, but a very, very impressive Lehigh team this year. Temple in action. They lead Yale. It was everybody's darling in the NCAA tournament last year when they beat Baylor. They lead 35-28, to and the Delaware Blue Hens trail USF 43-28 to at the half. One of the teams we didn't mention in the Big Five, LaSalle. You see B.J. Johnson, the A-10 player of the year last, or of the week, I should say, last week. He's a guy that came over from Syracuse and for one reason or another didn't really work under Jim Beheim and up there with the Orange. But he's come in and been very, very efficient, averaging almost 20 points a game. He's long, he's strong, he can finish, and he's one of those guys you really want on the team. Between him and Pookie Powell, his Demetrius Henry from South Carolina, this is a LaSalle basketball team that under John Giannini 
has a chance to enjoy a really good basketball season and I think is going to be a tough out in the A-10 all year long. A quick roundup of college basketball here in Philadelphia, and this is the Helen Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. Again, our halftime show uh, score here at North Penn is 23 for LaSalle, 21 for North Penn. The Knights begin to retake the floor about two minutes to go until we start the second half. We'll leave you now to a break and come back on the other side with more Explorers basketball here on BLS. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Second half about to begin here from North Penn High School. This is BLS coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball. The Knights of North Penn against the Explorers of LaSalle. LaSalle leads 23-21, to and we'll start with the basketball. Moving from left to right, Bob Long and Chris Carabello bringing you the action this evening. Starting the second half, you have the traditional LaSalle starters, or at least the the five that have seemed to have started all year with Sean Simon, Kiska, Chrysler, and then Pauls and Stooks in the backcourt. Chrysler had a look from three, instead puts it on the pavement and feeds it up top for Sean Simon. Still no looks here, 30 seconds into the half. They go with the backdoor cut. Pass didn't come with enough steam, and frankly there wasn't much separation, so there's a steal from Ricky Johns and North Penn. Reese Udinski. Looks for Lance Ford. Ford threw it away. And now they go over the top. Good look to Stooks, who can't finish. 
and Ford has the rebound. It was a good outlet from Chrysler. Now two on one for North Penn. They throw it away. Paulus really hustled back to get knocked that away. It was tipped by Paulus. There wasn't a lot on that pass. Paulus got the hand in there, so it'll stay here. It's not a good look from Lance Ford either way, whether Paulus is there to tip it or not. And Stukes, even though that was contested, was really a layup that he would normally make. Here's a steal from Paulus. Gets to the bucket, and they're going to call an offensive yeah. foul against Matt Paulus. Chris, you know what? I, I saw it up here. He definitely extended yep, the elbow. He did. He extended the elbow. Tried Not the shield. arm. He extended the elbow. He got it high. Yep, so that's the left elbow. He's finishing with the right. Coming across the lane from right to left. Stuck out the left elbow. I understand the call. And he had Stukes on the trailer. I thought that was the better play there. I don't know that that was going to be an easy layup for him. Here's Giuliani spinning in the lane. He's blocked by Zach Chrysler. Here comes Paulus again. Behind the back pass to Conrad Kiska. Off the glass and one. Crashes into the backboards. A little slow to get up is Conrad Kiska. Now is up and looks good. A big high five for Matt Paulus, who puts on a dazzling behind-the-back pass that sprung Kiska for the layup. Yeah, that was a highlight pass. That was a highlight finish, too. All that was missing was the dunk, and that would have really... In fact, maybe the rim could have stopped his momentum, pulled himself up had he been able to dunk it, keep him from crashing into the boards. Kiska, understandably, but a bit short on the free throw. 25-21, the Explorers lead. The lone basket of the second half thus far. We're a minute and a half in. Reese Udinski on the left wing. Comes to the elbow. Now feeds Giuliani. A three is good from the left wing. He just rolled and replaced after the screen. And a good find from Reese Udinski. Now on the baseline is Jared Stukes. They feed around the top of the key. And Paulus is knocked out of bounds, and it's going to go back to North Penn. Reese Udinski got in there. No foul called. He was going for the basketball. There was some incidental contact. Referee had a choice to make and chose no call. Yeah, I think, I think that was a situation where Paulus just lost his balance. It was a bad pass. It was a bad pass. Now Ford thought about it from the elbow. Johns has it top of the key and resets. The point guard, Lance Ford, takes it back and backs up towards the logo. Chris Coleman now on the left wing, guarded by Matt Paulus. They run the offense against the man-to-man for the Explorers. Stukes got a hand on it. Ford gets it back. Now Ford given the three if he wants it. Elects not to shoot. 5.28 to play. Third quarter, 25-24 Explorers. Udinski floats, fires. It goes all the way around the cylinder and pops out. Rebound down to Chrysler. Long pass to Paulus in the corner. Avoids a double team. Now some room in the lane for Stukes. Finds a corner three for Sean Simon, and it goes down. Great look from Jared Stukes. It all started from Matt Paulus drawing the double team in the opposite corner. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. Giuliani thought about the three, gets to the bucket, lays it up, and no good. He thought there was a foul. Nothing called on Chrysler. Good look up the floor for Kiska. Eurostep puts it up. No good. Knocked out of bounds by North Penn, says the official. 4.44 to play. 
And that's pretty good body control by Conrad Kiska because he turned, didn't even see the defender who was standing there for about a week before he got there. Yeah, he changed hands. I mean, he, he, he did a nice job maintaining possession. Although I still think he's a little shook up from that, that crash into the wall. Simon, a baseline three, no good. And now North Penn comes the other way. Chris Coleman, head fakes, lets the defender fly by. Shoots the short shot, no good. Ricky Johns takes it away from Chrysler. Just pulls it right out of the hands, but is called for a foul. Yeah, Chrysler clearly had possession there, and he just pulled it away. Got, he got some wrist of Zach Chrysler. But I think you mentioned the strength of Chrysler there, Chris. Yeah. That's one where you got a little too comfortable too early after getting that rebound. Got to hold that basketball tight. Kiska and Chris are going to develop as players. They're also going to get stronger. Right now they tend to seem, they seem like they get pushed around a little bit. Now Stooks is bumped and is fouled by Lance Ford. He starts to argue with the official. I'm not sure how you can entertain that argument. Straight up shoved Jared Stooks. So now with 4.15 to play, John Conrad will call a timeout, a 30-second timeout on the floor with the Explorers leading 28-24, to 4.15 to play. And, Chris, this is one of those, I guess I would call it an unexpected tight venue. You roll up to this school. It's one of the biggest schools in the area. Absolutely huge with the amount of kids, and the building is monstrous. And then you come to this gym, and it looks like you're playing a game you know, at a place like Monsignor Bonner that has a wonderful atmosphere. And this place you can say the same thing about. But uh, Bonner doesn't have 2,000 kids going to school there. So now, you th have this a is really not a vast, venue. Yeah, this is not a vast size venue. It's not one of those big super, like something that you would, you would see at Council Rock right. or at, um, as I said, some of the Lehigh Valley schools. There's almost like an intimate setting here really for is. a school that is this big. It, it's a great scene here for basketball. You see the student section on the opposite side of the court of us. I mean, you see kids on the blue paint with their feet on the blue paint. There is no separation between crowd and floor, really, which makes for a tough atmosphere. Now Paula somehow gets it through the lane. Zach Chrysler gets it to go. The shooters roll, but all about the find from Matt Paulus on the baseline. Yeah, Matt Paulus is playing real well. So is Zach Chrysler. Now a long pass, nice one, and a catch by Giuliani. Gets him by the defender, puts it up, no good. Coleman tries to put it up in good all-in-one motion, and then Conrad Kiska uh, throws it away, got ahead of himself. They were trying to get out on the break, Chris. Yeah. And he kind of fumbled with the basketball. It never got to Jared Stooks and went out of bounds on the sideline. He had bad body control. He had bad. He did just never had control of the ball. And I'll tell you what else, Chris. These two teams are getting up and down the floor right now. They are running wild. Noah Kortnick, Lance Ford now beyond the three-point line. 30-24, to LaSalle leads. 3.33 to play third quarter. Reese Udinski picks up the dribble in a bad spot and is fouled by Matt Paulus. Paul saying he had the ball. I'm not sure that he didn't, but you're not going to get that call. That's exactly right, and he may have had it at one point. But he didn't have it fully, so Udinski starts pulling to his left, and you're going to grab the, yep. the arm. That's exactly what happened there. Lance Ford pulls up a left-wing three. 
short. A high rebound comes down to Zach Chrysler, who steps on the baseline as he tried to save it. It'll stay with North Penn. That was a nice rebound by Chrysler. He just had his foot on the line. Very physical basketball game. There's no easy layups or rebounds. That might have gone off the foot of Coleman. It did. It was knocked to the floor by Jared Stukes off the knee of Chris Coleman and out of bounds on the sideline. Back to the Explorers it goes. And Matt Paulus was smart enough to let that ball go out of bounds. He saw what happened. The Explorers lead by six. And the possession that would not die for North Penn did not result in a basket. So now LaSalle for the first time in about a minute and a half back on the offensive end of the floor. Paulus nearly threw it away on the weave. Gets it back on the baseline. Head fake all the way to the basket. Blocked ferociously by Derek Heiserman. LaSalle back well. And now thrown away by number two, Lance Ford. Ford got a full head of steam. Thought he was going to have numbers. But hustling back was Jared Stukes and Zach Chrysler. Ford got up in the air and threw it away. Number 14, Matt McMahon will come in and get some action. He'll replace Matt Paul's. That was an emphatic block from Derek Heiserman, number I thought, 42. I thought that was going to be an easy two for Paulus. Lateral quickness of the big man across the lane from the strong side to the weak side. 2.34 to play now. 30-24, to 24, LaSalle leads. From an offensive standpoint, this game has come to a standstill, but still very, very physical. Simon, top of the key three, no good. The rebound uncontested down to Reese Udinsky. Simon's getting his number called a lot. Either that or he's just showing no filter shooting. He's pulling the trigger a lot. Now Noah Kortnick guarded by Sean Simon. Up top for Reese Udinsky. One of the primary ball handlers for this team at six foot four. I mean, he's a quarterback, so you wouldn't expect anything less, but... A big point guard here in Suburban 1. Chris Coleman, good cut by Noah Kortnick. He finds him on the weak side block, and he puts it off the glass and in. Four-point lead now for LaSalle. Stooks through the lane, finds McMahon, an open three. In and out, no good. Chrysler gets the board. One jump stop through the lane, no good. Now flipped up the floor, Kortnick. Can't lay it in. All alone. Simon taken down. No foul call. LaSalle can't believe it. It's put up and good by number 11, A.J. Mitchell. And now a foul is called as Stooks runs down the floor and gets into the lane. They're going to call this foul on the floor with 109 to play in the third quarter. I'll take you back to the other side of the floor for just a second. Sean Simon goes up for the layup or for the rebound after Portnick. Misses a wide open layup. Taken down by the throat. No foul call. And then an easy layup up and good for A.J. Mitchell. I don't know whether they didn't see it. They didn't call it. Whatever it was. But Joe Dempsey has every reason to be upset. And inexplicable no call. Under a minute to play now. Third quarter. 30-28, LaSalle leads in what's been a defensive struggle all night long. Paulus, head fakes, and now backs up to the logo. LaSalle may take the last shot here of the quarter. 
33 seconds to play as Sean Simon holds it well beyond the three-point line. LaSalle's got 12, 11, and 8 in the three quarters respectively for a total of 30 points. I'm sorry, 7 in this quarter so far. 12, 11, and 7 as Powell dribbles with 10 seconds to play. Powell gets through the lane. Has to give it up. Comes to the baseline. Double team on him. Simon tries to throw the pass inside. Somehow gets the Kiska. It's blocked on the way up. And that's the end of the third quarter. Time runs out as it hits the baseline. Yeah, LaSalle never even really got a shot. It was very lucky for the ball to even get to Conrad Kiska after the tip high into the air. But Kortnick was there to get the hand on it. Well, a very entertaining quarter, one that ends in a 7-7 tie. And we'll go to the break, come back for the fourth quarter in what's been a very entertaining game. You're listening to Explore Basketball on Bob Long Sports. And this portion of today's game brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. We welcome you back to North Penn High School for the beginning of the fourth quarter. LaSalle against North Penn, and the Knights will start with the basketball. They'll continue traveling from right to left, dressed in their home white uniforms. LaSalle in the road, navy blues with the yellow numbers. A.J. Mitchell comes off, puts it up, and good. All the way into the lane, the jump stop sent Jared Stooks flying, much to the chagrin of the North Penn student section. Now Simon drives to the bucket, puts it up. Foul on the floor against Noah Kortnick. We are all square at 30 with 7.46 to play in this basketball game. Now Paulus gets it on the baseline. Tried to send it through. Coleman tipped it out of bounds. But even if that got through, that's not a very good pass. Lazy from Matt Paulus as he tried to hit a cutting Sean Simon. No, he was defended. Paulus catches it on the baseline. Now Stukes has it. You see how much respect they're giving Stukes on the drive, but also they're giving him some room if he wants to launch a three. We haven't seen that yet. They will guard Paulus right there, so he drives by the first defender. Now Stukes passes his defender, and they go to the baseline. Not a great look, so Chrysler has to reset it. I mean, LaSalle has five guys on the floor out here that can hit the three. Jared Stukes into the lane, puts it up real strong, but can't get it over the front yeah, rim. AJ he got Mitchell. A piece, he, Mitchell got a piece of that. Looks inside for Coleman. Head fake, puts it up, no good. Follow by Derek Heiserman, good off the glass. Derek Heiserman came to play basketball here tonight. A big block against Matt Paulus, and then a really nice finish off that follow, making a difference in a very low scoring basketball game. 
32-30, North Penn leads. Again, they were giving Jared Stukes the three. And he didn't take it. Timeout by Joe Dempsey. A 30-second timeout with 34. My mistake to play here in the fourth quarter. A two-point lead for the home North Penn Knights. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside. Chris, give me your reaction to what we've seen in the last few minutes. I mean, the Explorers' offensive output has diminished significantly since the first quarter. I thought they had a great first quarter, and then it's just gone downhill from there. I mean, they're just... They, they just can't seem to score. And they're getting some nice opportunities. Um, North Penn played, has played well defensively. You have a nice block there by Heiserman. Um, they've done some good things, but LaSalle hasn't, just hasn't done a good job in scoring. Yes, North Penn getting in the passing lanes nearly every possession. There doesn't seem to be a lot of room for LaSalle to drive to the basket. And credit certainly the North Penn defenders. But maybe LaSalle not spreading the floor the way they like to either, providing that floor spacing to give those driving lanes. We'll see what Joe Dempsey and company has drawn up for the final six minutes and 30 seconds of regulation. So now it looks like North Penn's in a matchup zone. They are now, yes. And the double team comes on Simon, gets it off for Stukes. Simon thought about launching a long three. Goes to Kiska in the baseline. Here's a top-of-the-key three for Stukes, followed by Simon. He's got to grab that basketball. He has to pull that down and put that back up. No good, and back to Mitchell. Launches a three. It's good. Left wing three. That was a lackluster effort on the part of Sean Simon. Wow, an offensive foul called against Jared Stukes. He went, the official this is now, went to his hips once with one shot and then pointed the other way. He was in between calls. Finally decided on a charge. Stukes was a little bit out of control, so I understand the call. He had you, also, have a po- I, you have back-to-back possessions that really showed a lack of discipline on the part of the Explorers. Mitchell had a look at a three. Instead, jump stops in the lane and gets it to go. And we've had a nine-point turnaround, just like that. Seven-point lead. Another timeout for Joe Dempsey. A nine-point swing in less than two minutes. Oh, yeah. I mean, since the beginning of the quarter, right? 37-30, now the score. A full timeout on the floor. This is LaSalle Basketball live on Bob Long Sports. And this portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Welcome back to North Penn High School, 539 to play. 
in the fourth quarter. Bob Long, Chris Carabello here to bring you the basketball game. Here's a three. Is good for LaSalle. Sean Simon with the three. Right out of the timeout. That was a key possession for the Explorers. Now they need to play good defense. And they need to play smart basketball here for the next few minutes. There's some good defense by Jared Stooks, and he's fouled on his way to the basket. A little hold as Stooks was way beyond Mitchell. Both players jawing at the official, Chris. Mitchell because he didn't think he fouled him. Stooks because he said, let that one go. go. We've had all this contact. I got an easy layup. So now LaSalle will get the basketball. That's the sixth team foul. No, sorry, just the third. Yes, the sixth on North Penn. LaSalle with just three. Simon, corner three. That one's short, no good. Now that was rushed. Full court pressure for the Explorers. 5.03 to play, fourth quarter. Yeah, LaSalle's on a man to man. Allen Powell's back in the game. Johns nearly he, gives it up. I thought he walked. And now he thought he did, thought he should have. It's a good. And now he's pulling Conrad Kiska. Yeah, I'm not sure that the I, I I'm not sure the referee shouldn't have blown the whistle there. Wow. Wow. The senior Ricky Johns headed for West Virginia next year to play football. Lost the basketball. Probably should have been a travel because he picked right. up his own dribble, just kind of lost it, then started hacking away at it. Kiska hits the floor, goes out of bounds. Kiska ends up in between Johns' legs, and Johns pulls just dragged him, right him along. along the floor. Yeah. So North Penn will stay with the basketball. Here's a steal from Allen Powell. Gets the feed to the bucket. Can't finish the layup finish with the, the left layout. hand. We're going to remember that. Four minutes, 39 seconds. The Allen Powell missed layup. And now a foul against Jared Stukes. That's just the fourth against LaSalle. So no hurt there, but that would have cut them to two. Powell maybe heard the footsteps from behind and put it too strong off the glass. He's got to finish better. Here's a timeout on the floor. Time yeah. to calm everybody down here. Yeah, I think John Conrad wants a timeout. I think he's seen that his team's fortunate to, to not, you know, to have maintained that lead. Um, calls a 30-second timeout. Actually called a full timeout. Okay, we'll extend this one to a full and take a break. 37-33, North Penn lead. Sean Simon cut the deficit with a three from the right wing. Alan Powell could have cut it to two, just went begging off the rim. We got a lot of great action coming for you. 4.36 to play, and you're listening to Explorer Basketball here on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Back to North Penn High School. 37-33, Explorers lead, 4.36 to play, fourth quarter. North Penn with the basketball, a good find into the bucket. Two-handed flush from Ricky Johns off the feed 
from Reese Udinsky. Well, I tell you what, that's a pretty familiar connection. Quarterback to wide receiver. Now Chrysler gets to the bucket and it's fouled. Man, he's going to get two here, but again, that's a place where he really needs an N1. That was an important possession for North Penn. Because if you think about it, they go up seven. Sean Simon hits a three. Jared Stukes gets a gets what was really a breakaway and gets a foul on him. Um, then Alan Powell gets another steal and doesn't commit convert, and that could have very well wiped out that entire lead. The two, you know, the three possessions that followed. So uh, North Penn getting a basket here, getting the lead back up to five is important. First free throw good from Chrysler. Second one good as well. Back to a four-point deficit for LaSalle. 4-18 to play fourth quarter. We got a good one here in Lansdale. A.J. Mitchell, the point guard, feeds back for Reese Udinsky. Allen Powell Walk. causes yeah. the travel. Yep, very good call. Got Great the play up. by Allen Powell, yep. Really, right there in between the two arms of Coleman, got a hand on the ball. Coleman physically could not put it down. Powell got his hand off the ball just in time to not have a jump ball called, so the travel was called. Now a cut inside. Tough layup is good from Jared Stooks. He wanted a foul He wanted as well. a foul. Good find from Conrad I'm not sure Cisco. there was enough contact there for him to get that call. Now nearly oh. given away from Mitchell. Giuliani with the left hand goes up and scores off the glass. Very solid from Giuliani. David Giuliani's played very not well, well tonight. And a hold inside by David Giuliani. I mean, he's giving up a, every bit of a four, a four inches on Zach Chrysler, and he's played very well. He's a much more physical player. I mean, he's probably outweighs Zach Chrysler. Oh, without a doubt. He is a big, strong man at six foot four. But he was called for that foul, so now the front end of a one and one upcoming for Zach Chrysler. Free throw is good, really solid. A good looking stroke from the sophomore. From the line and from beyond the three-point line, it's down to a three-point deficit with 3.31 to play. Second free throw is good. Zach Chrysler hits them both, and those are big free throws. Matt Paulus comes out of the game. Sean Simon will replace him. And an offensive foul called against A.J. Mitchell. And Jared Stukes did everything he could to draw that. Yes, he did. A little bit of a sell job. Yes. Stukes did a nice job. They were trying to inbound on their own side of the floor. A little backcourt pressure from Stukes and caused Mitchell to get a little out of sorts. Inbound to Powell, and they reset up top with Jared Stukes. They trail by just two with 3.25 to play in the fourth quarter. A good one here at North Penn. There is a lot of contact. <laughs> in this game. Stukes pulls up, puts it up in the lane, not able to get it over the front rim. Rebound down to Reese Udinsky, long pass Giuliani, extra pass, but over the head of Ricky Johns. It'll go back to LaSalle. And that's one, boy, if you're Giuliani, you want back because all you got to do is really tap that basketball to the weak side block. It's an easy layup, but just fired it a bit too strong. Yeah, that ball sailed. Under three minutes to play now. LaSalle trailing 41-39. to 
Kiska, open lane, through the lane. Good find to the baseline, long two, good. Zach Chrysler, 15-footer from the baseline. This sophomore can shoot, Chris. Yeah, he's played real well. He has a real nice touch. And again, this is, this is a team that he very well could have played for. Now they get it inside to Giuliani. Goes back to the bread and butter. Back iron, no good. Conrad Kiska tips it up to himself and gets the board. Now somehow, Stukes gets it through the legs of the defender, and that's going to be a... Uh, intentional foul. Yes, it uh, is. That, they were, that was coming. There's just been too much. There's just been too much unnecessary contact between the two teams. And that was on its. That that was going to get called. Conrad Kiska got past the half court stripe. Got by. Was it Giuliani? It looks like. And it's tough for us to see here, Chris. But that might be the fifth foul on Giuliani. Is it on Giuliani or Reese Udinsky? Might be Udinsky. So Udinsky pulled at the jersey from behind. He had Udinsky beat. It's an easy call for the, it was right in front of the referee on that sideline. First free throw good from Conrad Kiska. 42-41 LaSalle leads. They'll get the ball after this ensuing free throw, which Kiska nails. And now the LaSalle contingency starting to make themselves heard here at Lansdale. Well, North Penn has, four, has, has, has two players with four fouls. I can't see who. We're blocked by the American flag and a support beam. Now LaSalle with the basketball, though, after the two free throws. Stukes feeds to the corner. Conrad Kiska skip pass. Now Simon for three. Short. Wanted to go get his own rebound. Couldn't get it, though. Reese Udinsky turns and dribbles up the floor. And now they throw it away. Zach Chrysler nearly taken down. Here's wow. a long one-handed pass. Heiserman finishes. Wow, you think Reese Udinsky can throw the ball with one hand well? Turns, jumps out of bounds, and fires it on the button to Derek Heiserman for an easy layup. Unbelievable pass. I thought he got away with a foul there on Chrysler, too, when Chrysler stole too. the ball. I did, too. But that was sheer athleticism from the quarterback. Now LaSalle resets. At the top of the key is Stukes. Has room. Here's a corner three from Kiska. In and out. No good. Rebound down to number 22, Reese Udinsky. He's fouled in the backcourt by Jared Stukes. 122 to play. And that's just the sixth team foul against the Explorers. Yeah, it's the third on Jared. The next will be in the bonus for North Penn. LaSalle already into the double bonus. Well, well, well. Our start here tonight was delayed by a JV game going into not one but two overtimes. And here we sit, Chris. 82 seconds left in regulation. Deadlocked at 43. A.J. Mitchell across the timeline. Now Udinsky has it. Chris Coleman. They had Udinsky inside, didn't see him. Kortnick has it now on the right wing. Derek Heiserman, now Udinsky on the left wing. Gets to the bucket, pushes off a little bit, puts it up, no good. Chrysler, a good board. 54 seconds to play. Dempsey wants a timeout and gets it. Jared Stukes flew through the lane, couldn't finish the layup, but well after the whistle. So Jempsey gets one more shot to talk about this. They'll extend this timeout to a full 52.9 seconds to play in the fourth and final quarter of regulation. It's tied at 43. 
I'm not sure Dempsey's not going to hold for the last shot here. I think he might too. Yeah, I. This is. He's not playing a overly athletic team like a Newman Garetti or a Roman Catholic, somewhere where we couldn't get away with that. Uh, this is a team where he can, where I think they can hold the ball for 45 seconds and then run a play. He also has another timeout. We can call a timeout again. That's true, and it's a game where, well, if you do give up possession, you are giving up the chance for a last possession and. You know, a game where you think, listen, in overtime, first of all, all overtimes are really a coin flip, but this one really feels like a coin flip, the way it's gone back and forth all night long. And the other thing is LaSalle's defense has not fared well against the offensive sets that John Conrad has set up. When he's come out of a timeout with an offensive set, yep. they've, they've almost always scored. So I don't know that that's a position LaSalle wants to put themselves in. I think they do better here to hold the ball, and as I said, whether they use their final timeout and call another timeout with under 10 seconds. Um, no, I think you're exactly right, and North Penn clearly works on their sideline out-of-bounds plays because they love to set the high ball screen, and run the decoy man off with two defenders if they get what they want, and they've done that twice now. Slip the high ball screener to the bucket. It's resulted in two easy buckets. And they did the same thing in the JV game, which actually made the difference in the JV game, forcing the game to go into the the first overtime. So now LaSalle out of the timeout, throws the ball into the backcourt. Stukes tosses it across the timeline to Matt Paulus. He holds now up near the logo and nearly threw it away. Ricky Johns, like a safety over the top, tried to make the steal. Stukes to the corner. Powell has it now. Double team comes on him. He dribbles through it. 30 seconds now to play. And this is a possession lineup that the Explorers have out there. Powell taken down. No foul call. Stukes. Paulus. Open three. In and out. No good. Tipped up. Chrysler has it and is fouled on the sideline. No. A timeout first. Timeout called first by LaSalle. 16.4 seconds I mean, to play. Matt Paulus has to take that shot. Wide open three. Wasn't even, if he was three inches beyond the arc, that even that was a lot. He had to take that shot. I don't think that's the shot the Explorers wanted, but that's the shot he had to take. Yeah, it's not a bad shot by any means. And I don't know that this is any different than the way this was going to play out anyway. I said that they would call a timeout with under 10. They're now 16. But that was purely possession. If you look at it, Simon's out of the game. He's the more offensive player as opposed to Powell. Sure. Um, And you had two big guys that could handle the ball. Now, in my mind, Chris, when I see Alan Powell go down and shovel that ball off to Jared Stukes, which one could have been called a foul, but I understand why the whistle may have been swallowed at this juncture. In my mind, which, by the way, when you're a radio broadcaster, never good. But in my mind, I'm saying, oh, boy, this is something that doesn't go according to script. This may cause the offense to move a little quicker than it wants, which may have been what happened, but also the defense a little more out of sorts, which gave Paulus the wide-open three. I mean, anytime something like that happens, you think about a player dropping the ball after a kickoff, right, when the ball is kicked to him. The defense kind of relaxes at times, gives up on their breaks, on their assignments, and that can lead to guys taking it back. I thought it was going to be the same thing on that possession. Really ended up with a great look for the Explorers, but a strong offensive rebound gave LaSalle this second shot here with 16.4 to play. Kiska will throw in from the sideline. Needs help getting it in into the backcourt, throws it, and 
There's Jared Stukes. 12 seconds to shoot, gets through two defenders. Pulls up now into the corner, Simon a three. Good! Simon hits it with three seconds to go. They're gonna have to launch, Mitchell is fouled. A nice job by Matt Paulus to foul him with .9 seconds to play that was before a great, he shot it. That was a great call and that was well. Dempsey had told them that, that if he makes the three, he's fouling. Now Ricky Johns got in the face of Matt Paulus. Now North Penn trying to argue that it was too strong of contact, that there was a intentional foul, nothing called. Now, I thought that was the seventh team foul on LaSalle. No, LaSalle has one to give. LaSalle had a foul to give. I didn't think so. I see five on there now. I thought I saw six at one point before. Now what are they calling? Paulus has his hands on his head. There's confusion all over the court. Dempsey not happy. The situation, .9 seconds to play. Three-point lead for LaSalle. Now clearly someone's called a timeout here. .9 seconds. There was a foul up near the half-court stripe. Paulus got him before the shot was being taken. And they call an intentional foul on Matt Paulus. And boy, is that a tough way to make a call like that at the end of a basketball game. He really hit him just across the wrists. Was it a little strong? Maybe. But the ball handler Mitchell had a full head of steam ahead of him as well. So now what you're going to have... Two free throws for Mitchell, down by three, a chance to cut this to one and giving North Penn the basketball underneath their own basket. Joe Dempsey has every reason to be annoyed. It wasn't the original call. Oh, annoyed? Yeah. (laughs) Annoyed's one way to put it. Apoplectic? So what we'll have now, Chris, to set the stage, we can talk about... The correctness of the call after the basketball game. We'll have some post-game commentary. But right now, it's a three-point lead for LaSalle. Two free throws coming for A.J. Mitchell, who was fouled. It was an intentional foul on Paulus. So after these two free throws, North Penn will get the basketball with an opportunity to inbound, theoretically down just one. And they put two seconds on the clock just now. So it goes from .9 to 2.9. Dempsey cannot believe it. He absolutely can't believe it. He's in disbelief, as is Alex Brown, in the face of one of the referees. Here's Mitchell's foul shot, up and good. So 2.9 seconds to play in this basketball game. North Penn will get the basketball back after this second free throw. Here's Mitchell. All alone in the lane. End over end spin. It's good. 46-45, seconds to play. And that's one where, well, we can figure out how we feel for the LaSalle kids after this 2.9 seconds. But it's a good basketball play by Matt Paulus from my vantage point. It's and a it good was. basketball play. And I, and I thought that they got the right call at the time and then only to have it overturned. So here we go. Inbounding is Reese Udinski, throws into Johns, two, now down to one, he has to launch, didn't get it off in time, did not get the shot off in time, and now Paulus and Ricky Johns are joling. 
The whole LaSalle team coming up. Now Simon in the face of Ricky Johns. This could get ugly quick. Out is Joe Dempsey and the rest of the coaching staff to separate. And John Conrad now drawing at the LaSalle coaching staff as well. Alex well, I, Brown and I mean, John you've Conrad created, going at it. I mean, you've created a rivalry between two schools. It's a, it's a, it's a viable rivalry. Geographically, you have, you have, you know, quality athletic programs. So LaSalle wins the basketball game 46-45. to 45. Ricky Johns in one heck of a place to be jawing at the end when he didn't realize how much time was left on the clock. But he and Paulus had been getting after it all night long. Well, this is one you almost want to go back and take a shower after this one. This was physical. This was tough. And this is one where you're just happy to get out of the building if you're a LaSalle Explorer basketball player, coach, or fan. My goodness, this was one heck of a basketball game. 46-45 to 45 is your final score from North Penn. And LaSalle, shall we say, gets away with one? I mean, this one could have gone either way, Chris. A great non-league basketball game that the Explorers showed some grit, some toughness, and all contend to the end of time. Saw great end-of-game awareness by one of the key guards on this team, a guy that didn't start this game, but is going to be an absolute key to their success this year, averaging 16 points a game, Matt Paulus. A great play on that last foul. And the, I, he played hard. He played tough. I mean, if you look at his size compared to uh, what of the lineup that North Penn had out there, I mean, he, he played big. He played big. This is why you watch high school basketball right here. The physical nature, the intensity, and the toughness. We got final stats, Chris. Yeah, so we have um, Jared Stukes finishes with 10 points. Um, Sean Simon with 12, but it's Zach Chrysler, the sophomore, uh, with 18 points. And he had at least four blocks, and I think there were yes. more. There were two in the one possession. Um, Let's talk about his efficiency as well. Six for seven from the floor, four of five from three. Yeah. That's very impressive. On a night where the rest of the team shot below 25%, they were 28% on the night total. I mean, he, had, he, he really exhibited a nice touch. And there were points in time where I think he was overpowered by some of the more athletic players by North Penn, but he really held his own. I think his size really showed. Uh, he came to play tonight. Um, Jared Stukes had 10 at the half, only scored two in the second half. Um, but, I, I, you know, it's, it's Matt Paulus. Oddly enough, didn't score. I'm, wow. I'm shocked at that. Wow. I'm thinking... Oh, sure. But now I can't, I can't remember Matt Paulus ever scoring. That's right. Yeah, I mean, he had the three that went in and out under a minute to play. But you know what? It's one of those things. I mean, I was at the Villanova American game last night. Chris Jenkins, a guy that really had about six points but was involved the entire game. He was involved. And what you saw was Matty Paulus taking a bigger role as a ball handler than even, say, an Alan Powell who started over him for this game. Again, we didn't get that story from before the game, but Matt Paulus really started handling the basketball, playing not necessarily the point guard position, but that really good off-ball guard for Jared Stukes. And uh, he, I thought he had a good basketball game, even though he went over 5 from the floor. 
No, I think he did a real nice job at handling the ball, at, at, control, at helping to control the offense. And he really, I mean, he went toe-to-toe. He really took no, um, you know, no flack from any of the North Penn players. And there was, a, uh, there was a lot of extracurricular activity tonight. As I said, there were some points where I thought tonight was going to get ugly. The game-winning three hit by Sean Simon, the transfer from Springside Chestnut Hill Academy. A big bucket for him and a guy that's showing no fear shooting the three. So Simon, the game winner tonight and a guy that is going to look to be a big part of this offense as they space the floor and have three or four guys, maybe even five, that can shoot the three at any given time. What? And, I, and I think that was clear from that when they when you know when that entire play was set up, he wasn't on the floor until they called the second timeout, and then he came right out. That play, I think that play was always going to him, whether it was a three or not. I thought the other option that they had there at the end is uh, was Chrysler for a short jumper. Yep. But I, I don't think you noticed the Kisker Chrysler. Neither one of them were under the basket. They were going to pull those defenders out. Yeah, absolutely. And the skip pass from Kiska got it off to Pauls, the extra pass to Simon, and he drilled the three, ended up being the game winner. Uh, The gym is nearly empty at this point, Chris, but there was so much to unwind, so it's good that we had a chance to sit here and really go through it all. What a game to digest, and thanks for everyone that was here listening, uh, anybody that came to the game here tonight, a nice LaSalle contingency, and of course the North Penn Athletics staff for being more than accommodating with us tonight, a great spot to watch and call this basketball game. The final score... LaSalle's going to win this one 46-45. And for my color commentator, Chris Carabello, I'm Bob Long saying Merry Christmas to all, and we'll see you on the 26th of December, Boxing Day for those of you English soccer fans, as they take on Cristo Ray, the Explorers, from LaSalle at 5 o'clock p.m. We'll see you then.